0: Hey y'all, it's Jana. This week's episode is going to be a little different. Uh, I will not have my partner in crime with me. I'll have my partner in life with me. Uh, that just sounded really cheesy and dumb. Uh, but no, Lara is still in India with her sweet, beautiful. Miracle little girl Anaya and Jeff. So she was like, why don't you have Will on the podcast? And I was like, is there anybody else? And she's like, I mean, no, no, no. So I was super excited. We didn't even know what we were going to talk about when we pressed record. Um, I had one idea. Y'all had another idea. And he liked y'all's idea better. So we talk about the budget bleh, and just his relationship with Jesus and what that has looked like in our marriage and with our kids and Um, it it was just fun. It's really, I'm so thankful that he's my husband and best friend and I just, it's fun kind of getting out of your comfort zone and talking about these things and sharing that with you guys. But thank y'all so much for praying for Anaya and the Waltons. Just continue to keep them in your prayers. Um, they're doing amazing and I just cannot wait. To see Anaya home in Pascagoula with her brothers and the Walton Five all together. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. If not, don't worry. He won't be back on for a while. Laura will be back. All right. Love you guys. Hey, Will.
1: Hey, John.
0: <laughs> he said before we started this, he goes, What does Laura usually say? She says, hey, Jonna. Hey, Jonna. That's was so sweet. Okay, so obviously it's not Laura and I, which I'm sure y'all are very sad. Um, and you might be even more sad after listening to this episode. <laughs> they for sure will. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, so I am obviously not recording with Laura because she is in India with Jeff and Anaya, which if you're not following along on social media, I don't know what to tell you. Those pictures are amazing. Did they give you the chills? They did. It's very, very sweet. It is very sweet. So I can't wait for Laura to come back. They should be back by the time this recording comes out or like the next day. So hopefully they're back by the time this comes out. We're recording this on Sunday because you know what? For some reason, it's harder to find time to record with my own husband than it is with Laura who lives in Mississippi.
1: Well, you also turned down the topics that were most requested.
0: I... Okay, first of all, y'all felt failed me in a deep, deep way that I don't know if I can recover. Um, I put out there, what would y'all like us to talk about, and several of you said a budget. Will got very excited about that possibility, and I told Will, I was like, maybe we should just talk about our faith journey, and he goes, I think we should talk about the budget.
1: I did, yeah. Well, you gotta give people what they want. You can't ask for their opinion and then not take it. I can. No. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> uh.
0: Yeah, I do that with you. No. <laughs> do you like this outfit? I don't know. Well,
1: okay. That is, well, that is true. That's true. Because
0: you don't see the full picture.
1: Never. I no. have a hard time seeing the full outfit picture. Yeah. With well, the jewelry and, and yeah, all, all the things. Yeah.
0: Which now is basically sweatpants and <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, okay, so you know we're just gonna. I don't know where this recording will lead us. We have no notes. We have. No real plan. I mean, I thought we would talk more about our faith journey, and he thought we'd talk more about the budget. So, maybe we'll talk about how faithful he is to the budget.
1: That <laughs> <laughs> sounds horrible. Or maybe how how you're faithful to the budget. That's a God. lie.
0: I'm more faithful to God than I am to budget. You know, uh, we were talking about earlier, it's like, you know, if there's something that you are addicted to or that takes up your thoughts all the time, then that is your God and you can't serve two gods. And so I never want to be that obsessed with the budget. I just want to serve one God.
1: Just other things besides God. Just
0: God. Just God. So okay, so explain in all seriousness. Thank you. (laughs) So you did not grow up like cutting coupons and like living by a strict budget. You you actually grew up pretty well off. Why? Are you so obsessed with a budget?
1: Well, I think one, so based on my personality type of... He's a one. Trying to, you know, be in control, control of things. Yeah, And very to controlling. also <laughs> have a plan for the future and, like, have a plan, work the plan, be disciplined to the plan. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: hey, this is a drinking game. Every time he says plan, <laughs> you would already be drunk by now. <laughs> Go ahead.
1: Uh, and then... Being in control of that and then knowing what you're going to spend and kind of knowing what the future looks like a little bit in terms of the money and where it goes, it's it gives you freedom to spend. And it also lets you know, hey, I'm on track to meet the long-term goals that we want to do with money.
0: Yeah. He loves goals, too. Yes. He keeps uh, notes to be on his phone, obviously, and he's got multiple goals. He did used to keep goals for me, and it wasn't like that. Sounds really bad, you know. I just like,
1: encourage you to set your own goals.
0: Yeah, and but, then he yeah. would, and then I would just tell him some, just so he'd get off my back. And then I realized he was following up with me.
1: <laughs> so we yeah. don't do those anymore. Yeah,
0: what was a lunch date turned into a goal meeting? And I was like, I can't attend next week, and so. <laughs> But, um, and I think for me, I grew up similar in that, I mean, I I did not grow up poor. I did mm-hmm. not grow up cutting coupons. My grandma loved a coupon. Um, but I think for me, uh, uh, gifts were always my love language. They're not as much anymore. Yeah. I would say now it's like, can you do the dishes? Yeah. All so, the time I do. i so Unload the dishwasher. So hot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, anyways, but... I think for me it was always hard because money was never talked about, like.
1: And it ever. wasn't talked about much in my. Okay, family. well, you
0: know what? I don't need you to like outdo me and be like it wasn't not, talked I'm about just, for you either. I'm trying to
1: relate to you. Oh, so I'm relatable. To, relate to your story.
0: Yeah, and so for me, it feels controlling. While he likes to control, I don't want to feel controlled. Yeah. And I, you know, and you have to think we got married at twenty. Granted, that is our fault, guys. No, it's yeah, not like exactly, <laughs> yeah we got married at 20 and at 21 you know we had a kid and so i went from living with my parents to living with my brother to living with will so i've always lived with a family member and it's really sad so no <laughs> no but i think for me i don't think i ever really felt like that independence and then to where you did
1: in I don't a way know if that's true or not, but i
0: mean you moved from Texas to Alabama, okay, and lived and, by yourself for a little while yeah. and had to manage your money. Granted, it was the money your parents were sending you, yeah. but, um, but yeah, I mean, and I think the big thing for us is we didn't want to be reliant on our parents. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people assume, and our parents did help us a lot they at first. A ton, yeah, I mean, a, a lot at first, and then, but our goal was to always never have them you know pay for anything on our house on our cars things like that we really wanted that uh, for ourselves and I think where we've gotten now for me to be more you know not going to the hospital when we talk about the budget is you know being able to give is a huge thing for me and I think that's something that you came around to for sure
1: yeah, yeah that was it my heart initially. To where now you get super excited about I, it. I, yeah, it's the one of the, if not the best thing, one of the best things you can do with money is to give it to others.
0: Yeah, so that's like one of our big goals, and so I'm still not great with a budget, but I think I'm getting a little better.
1: Well, and the, I think from my standpoint, the most frustrating thing is that oh, you'll gosh. hear Donna talk to other people and she'll give them all this great advice and, like, this <laughs> correct advice and what they should do and next steps. And then she she acts, like, with me, like, you don't even know how to spell what? money or what What's to even do budget? with it. Yeah, what is a budget? What's a budget? What's investing? Yeah. Yeah, and then you just go off and spout, like... 30 quotes directly from Dave Ramsey to other people. Oh, no. No, not put Dave Ramsey's name (laughs) in my mouth.
0: I do not. Okay, so my real thoughts on Dave Ramsey is I think he's really mean.
1: I mean, I can see how he comes off rude and abrasive. And they're trying to soften that if you now listen to the podcast with other other, (laughs) other hosts. I don't. And I think they've gotten that feedback, but he—I think he really is trying to help. He's just a little more blunt in his advice. And, and I help.
0: would say, it's but insane. he has a
1: heart. I mean, look at yes. what they just did. They just—they oh, just what? They bought ten million dollars worth of medical debt and forgave oh, it all for of, like eighty five hundred people, which this, is insane.
0: This is, I think, so fascinating. There's a lady on Instagram that I. Um, Heard, i cannot remember who originally shared her i know um jamie golden has shared her before too from the podcast but it's sharon says so on instagram and she is like a government teacher she's the one i was telling you about mm-hmm. and so she just shares facts some people yeah. think they know which way she leans politi- politically i don't know because it is literally just like the law and facts and i don't really care which way she leans um but she did um a, a swipe up to where you could donate to her Venmo for this RIP medical debt. Have you heard of that? No. It's a website, and so they basically people have donated over five hundred thousand dollars awesome. to her Venmo. And what you do with the RIP medical debt, then it turns that into fifty million dollars. Wow,
1: because you can buy it at yes. cheaper Yes, uh huh.
0: Yeah. And so and so they have eradicated over fifty million dollars in awesome. medical debt. So, I think that stuff is cool. Yes. Now, I will say that's probably the most attractive thing about Will is if I say, um, hey, you know, we we know some missionaries that are going to go, so-and-so, do you want, how much do you want to give? And then he throws out a big number. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's hot. <laughs>
1: I'm glad that you find that attractive because my looks are fading every well, day. Well, you know,
0: when you were scrolling uh, hair for uh, <laughs> older men, older
1: men, <laughs> oh my gosh, and
0: then Anna, what did Anna say to you? She's like, yeah, because what you have is not working. No, She's like, good. that swoop is not working. It's not good. And this last haircut, <laughs> oh gosh, y'all, it was worse than the quarantine cut I gave him, <laughs> which I then cut his forehead and he started bleeding. <laughs> so, he's going to get it cut today, guys. We'll share it before and after. Oh, great. Yeah. Thanks. No, but all that to say, I still don't love the budget. I get it, and I love our goal because, and everybody's different with this, but Will and I, I think where we were super fortunate, and the biggest difference for us is we did not start out with student loans because of our parents, and we know that is not reality for pretty much the majority of our friends, Mm -hmm. and we don't take that for granted, and that is we disagree on certain things when it comes to, like, cars for our kids, like... I wouldn't have been. I buy him a new one, but I wanted to get him something and have a big bow on it. And he's like, well, why would we do that if we have this car we can give him? I'm like, you're so lame.
1: Plus, our son didn't care at all what he got.
0: No, he didn't. He's a better person than I am. So
1: it's like, why go out and spend this money and have this around our neck when we don't have to? Or he doesn't even want it. It's not going to bring him any joy. Whatsoever. Yeah, and we'll have
0: to save that money for Anna because she'll have some thoughts. Some
1: thoughts. <laughs> well, She can save her own money as well. Oh, gosh.
0: Okay. <laughs> and so, but um, but all that to say, we are really trying to be intentional about saving for their college and stuff like that. So knowing that that's where our money's going. And so that makes it easier for me to not spend as much.
1: Yeah, and just have a plan for what you're going to spend.
0: Yeah. And so that was the thing, too. We did sit down because he's like, okay, this is not working. You're going to the hospital with panic attacks. Yeah. You can't even look me in the eye. Like, what is happening? And he's like, just tell me, like, what is a dream of yours? And I've shared on here before, I struggle with dreaming. And because so many of my dreams are attached to, like, my dream for my kids, my dream for you. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like, what is John? I don't know. But one thing that we both love and honestly where I feel closest to God is traveling. Um and he's like, okay, then let's make let's make that our priority. Mm-hmm. Well, COVID really crushed. it's a dream crusher. But what did
1: I do after that? I I yes. looked up like what do other people do? How do? And then we came up with the deal. We found
0: he made uh, a an plan. Am- amazing drink.
1: <laughs> couple <laughs> that you actually originally that did goal setting according to like Keller Williams. Yes. And they set out like someday. Goals. Oh, it was Jenny Allen. Okay. It was, okay. Uh, yeah. And then so one of their one of their annual goals, their yearly goals, is to take thirty days of vacation, a month. A vacation and so we started doing that two years ago and we've been intentional to make sure that we spend 30 days yeah. vacationing somewhere not all together but you know a week at a time or three days here or a week in there yeah. where it all adds up to at least 30 days yeah. over the year and that's been I think that's been great for well and I think it's
0: good for our kids and so and I would say probably four years ago we set our kids down and we were like Christmas is getting ridiculous, like, we're buying stuff just to buy stuff, and this is not, like, this is not working. So, because y'all don't even remember what you got a year down the road, what would y'all think about more, like, going on a trip for Christmas? You'd still, you know, get a few gifts, but, like, your Christmas gift is going on a trip, and I thought maybe one would be on board and one wouldn't, but they both were like, uh, heck yeah, we're down, and that has been, hands down, my favorite thing. Yeah. And something I wish that someone would have told me before we got to this point. I was telling um, our friends, uh, Brian and Judy, this last night. So you keep putting stuff off, I think, until your kids get older because you want them to remember. And what happens is, is you keep putting that off. You keep putting the big trip off. Well, say you have a kid like William who's in sports um, and Anna who's in sports, but he's in school sports and everything it's harder and harder to leave. Like, they start to own your summers. So go now. Like, if you have kids that are in elementary school, now's the time. If you have yep. kids in middle school even, now's the time. It gets harder and harder, and now I just feel like sand, Like I'm trying to grasp sand with time with William because it's just slipping away so fast. Yep. I see you have your notes out. Oh, gosh.
1: Well, I was just going to, because I thought this, like, the framework and the process for this, because what I always struggle with is setting kind of yearly goals but then there oh was, you
0: struggle with that
1: well because there was things beyond just one year that i wanted to accomplish and so how do we, you know have those and how do we kind of set those as dreams yeah. and then how do we work towards those and that goal setting process of having you know someday goals that are that are dream goals five year goals one year and then monthly and, and daily okay what's one of our someday goals just to refresh my memory so one of them was pay for the kids college yeah was one of our uh, Sunday goals. The other one is to go to three African countries. And hopefully Tanzania, Tanzania, Uganda, and Kenya. We also have... So we have several travel Sunday goals. <laughs> go to Hong Kong, Tokyo, Singapore, Seoul, New Zealand.
0: Guys, um, I can throw out some travel goals. <laughs> you tell me to throw out some financial goals. I'm like... Yeah. Mm.
1: And then we have some financial goals within how much we need to save for retirement. How long should that you know potentially take with what we're saving? Paying off our house, which is... Um, hopefully now is less than a five-year goal. It started off as a five-year goal, but now that we're we're making progress on that, um, hopefully it will, that'll be less than five years. Um, and then the one year is obviously, and then we try to use, or I try to use the recommended deal from Dave Ramsey is having career goals, financial goals, spiritual goals, physical and intellectual, social, and family.
0: Well, and if you think back to last week's episode or two weeks ago's episode with Whitney English, and uh Will's obviously uh, a nerd and super, <laughs> super familiar with the SMART goals that she referred to. And so I was telling him about her heart goal. So make sure and go back and listen to that because that resonated more with me. Um, and I think with women in general, it's always fascinating to me, the women and their relationships that they are the saver and they are the ones that, you know, I mean, I used to pay the bills. Like, that's yeah, not a problem. Sure. But it's like, but they're the ones that, you know, have to do all this. We would be so hosed. If what? If that was on me. <laughs> we would have some really, really nice things that you would be working for the rest of your life.
1: We'd be on the hamster wheel.
0: Yeah, yeah, we would. But no, I mean, I don't love this topic, and I don't like Dave Ramsey. I think that his will, it's okay, babe. Like, he's not going to unfriend you. Y'all our friends. <laughs> Well, I think just like went white. Uh, I the reason I don't like him is I think he's mean.
1: But here's the thing: I just see what he's taught and maybe of how it's impacted our lives and how it really put us on a path to yeah. financial freedom. And I think that's the biggest thing that people misconstrue with Dave Ramsey and money. It's it's not a path to be ungodly wealthy or to be super rich it's financial freedom it's having a freedom of not having to worry about paying your bills it's having a freedom of being able to dream about a future and knowing that you're working towards that future with the money that's going to take to pay for it but your financial freedom is going to look hopefully totally different than what our financial Mm -hmm. freedom looks like and literally the less money you spend the more opportunity you have to be financially free in terms of not having that weight around your neck and not being holding as a slave to the things that you bought on credit or the or the money that you don't have, or always looking at, I never make enough, I never make enough. Yeah. Um, which is really sad because when you look at the whole world population, I mean, America is the wealthiest country in the world. We make more money here than anywhere else. Yet we have more people in debt than any other country, I think, as well. And there's something wrong with that equation. It should not be like that. We obviously, you know, as this world, view money and wealth differently than how we really should. Because yeah. we're 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 making ourselves slaves so we can have these things that are never gonna love us back. In fact they're just gonna take more out of our lives than anything else.
0: I was like that song from um what was that movie? Uh Oh, gosh. It was the one with Hugh Jackman. It was, like, the Barnum and Bailey, like, the circus deal. Yeah. What was it? Was that movie? Remember Zac Efron was in it?
1: Oh, you're talking about, um... I know what you're I know, but about. it's like,
0: never enough,
1: yeah. never, <laughs> never, <laughs> never. <laughs> yes. No,
0: and I mean, and I will say, it's like, I can buy something real cute, and but then it's not going to bring me, you know, unfulfilled... It's. I mean, it's not going to fulfill me. It's not going to bring me joy. Yeah. and i'm i'm super thankful that he's teaching our kids these things because i couldn't yeah. and so and i will say that william struggles with spending money yeah. it's kind of funny like he has to re, he will research he has been um on and for us this is just the way that we work so pe- we've had several friends ask us because william is usually the older one in his grade because his birthday is july so he was one of the first ones to drive and first one you know all that stuff and people have said well, like, how does he have money for cars and stuff like that? So he didn't get a new car. He got Will's old car, but we do pay for insurance, mm-hmm. and we pay for gas. gas. Oh, we give him every two weeks. We, I Venmo him money. That yeah. is the world we live in now. Yeah. Um, And he will remind you if, <laughs> if you have not done it. But that's, and so we do, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that don't agree with that, but we view his... Schoolwork and his athletics yeah. as his job yeah. and we want him to focus on that because there's going to come a point where he's going to have to work and that's then the rest of your life or until you retire and yeah. so um but i mean literally right before we started recording this the kids were talking about something or maybe it was yesterday it all runs together but you were like <laughs> how's that uh no, that was this morning oh, no, okay so It like your... 74 days ago <laughs> so
1: emergency fun gun. Yeah.
0: yeah and they both have it
1: and people have made fun of me, like, oh, what emergencies are your kids gonna have? And it's like it's not so much I that mean to Anna,
0: it's pay. she runs out of found like <laughs> yeah. of, of a foundation or it's uh, And so which she does not wear foundation. She yeah. but it's skincare she's into.
1: <laughs> and it's not so much that they're gonna have an emergency, but it's gonna help them realize I need to like this is the process. This is the plan. Oh I've got drink. Uh, <laughs> to be uh, successful in life with your money where it doesn't control you, you control it. And the first thing is you got to have some form of protection in terms of money in case something bad happens because something inevitably bad will happen. You'll drop your phone as a kid, you'll lose something, whatever that is, where then they can realize, hey, I have this money, it's not a concern. You know, this problem doesn't have to lead to now a financial problem. Yeah. And I think. That's been the biggest thing that I've seen for us change. When I will say
0: I deal with guilt with having so many health problems that, like, I feel like I'll call Will and I'll be like, I have to have, you know, this procedure. Like, okay, just for instance, um, on Tuesday of this week, I have my second spine procedure. Mm -hmm. And whenever they gave me, and it's the two leading up to the big one. So the first two, um, I mean, I hit my deductible. Right out of the gate. Every year. And so... (laughs) But, I mean, I called him and I was in tears because I just feel like a burden sometimes. He's never made me feel that way. Like, that's Satan putting that on me. And I was like, it's, you know, and it's multiple thousands of dollars. And he's like, Jonna, like, okay, what do you think, you know, an emergency fund is for? And we didn't pull for the emergency fund from that per se, but it's like, you know, knowing that it's not like... I have to put that on a credit card or that I am taking from my kids. And you know what? And some people, that is the case because that is the financial situation and not that that's where they want to be. Like, please don't hear this as a shaming deal. But I think Will and I got a head start because we did have to start our life so young Mm -hmm. and we were so concerned, maybe too much about what the world would think about us that we, um, I mean, and it has harmed our kids in some ways. Like I was so determined that my kids were going to be good kids because i didn't want people to be like gosh of course he's a yeah. rat his mom had him at 12
1: you yeah. know and so yeah. and also like the car you drive and i think i fell into that trap for sure as the car i drive defines me and that was you know maybe modeled a little bit for me growing up um but now it's like the fact that we have an emergency fund that we can fix a car if something happens i mean there's nothing sweeter than an early nineties Cadillac. Oh my gosh. That would be so he, awesome. To Anna told to him
0: she's like, you can never pick me up from school in that. <laughs> so he'll get flagged so fast. It is he now it's like he almost like I have to make sure but he I doesn't think that's go that's so cool. Oh that's so cool. So yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. It is so oh cool. gosh. <laughs> but now, I mean all that to say I've come I've come a long way, but I still have a long way to go. And but I think the biggest thing for us was communication. Yeah. And we've always been really good at communication, but that is the one area that we had a huge deficit. And I think he felt he was like really, you know, helping our family and doing it all for the right reasons. And I felt a different way. But then once we understood each other where we were coming from, you know, and I think it took me being honest with myself and him being honest with himself that maybe his intentions weren't completely pure, like they were more of like a controlling not of me, like yeah. I, but of just Trying to control, the control, situation. control, yeah, the situation. Then I think it took both of us, and I will say, Will is amazing at apologizing. I am not. <laughs> it's. I'm
1: glad that that's recorded. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, and I mean because. I that that's that's hard for me because I feel like it's then giving you permission to hurt me again, and it's not something I'm proud. It's something I've been working on. Absolutely. I'm so sorry <laughs> that you feel that way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, but um,
1: it's I not just, a weakness. No,
0: it's not. And Will is really good at modeling that. Okay, enough about the budget. Well, hold on. There's oh, just one crap. last
1: question because I, you got the question from the one person about how do you just start? What would your advice be to somebody that's maybe never done a budget? Or they, you know, every time money gets brought up, it's in conflict with their spouse. I would say
0: the first month, don't be on a budget, but just spend the way you normally do. And then at the end of that month, print it out, write it out, and really look where your money's going. I will say that was one big thing for us. (laughs) This is humiliating. I'm going to be honest with you. So we, as in me, I hate cooking. And for me, when I think back to my childhood... My parents traveled a lot and so we would go We would go to dinner places, you know, like we would meet up for dinner or whatever. If my mom was out of town, my dad, you know, would take my brother and I to dinner or my dad and I would go to dinner or whatever. And my mom is like me, she doesn't love to cook either. So she was always down to go out to eat. So that was like our mandatory, we were going to laugh and have fun and spend time together. So I viewed going out to eat as a way that you were like, gonna be together focused family time and then cell phones weren't an, you mm-hmm. know a problem or whatever so i always enjoyed going out to eat um you went out to eat a ton as a kid too yeah but to the point that then it maybe had more negative connotations because you're a child of divorce so
1: yeah it wasn't so much negative i i didn't well well what happened I really to you what up...
0: happened to you at tji fridays
1: well, that was lunch though that wasn't that was great. a lunch that was a That's lunch.
0: even more aggressive okay share that story <laughs>
1: That's when I found out my dad was going to get married to his third wife. It was at T.J. Fridays in middle school um, over lunch. Which I, I, you know, I'd only met her where, maybe one or two times. Details. And never met her daughter or anything like that. So it was, And his it was first wife,
0: we are super grateful for because that's where Will's sisters came yep. from. And yep. we love... We are obsessed. But
1: we, we would go to Luby's like three to okay. four times so, per week. Okay, and hold on. And Luby's is for, awesome. For, and I would do that three to four oh times no. a week
0: now. But no, Luby's is expensive now. It is now. Okay, so Luby's, if you're not from... if It's a cafeteria place. It's like Piccadilly for my Alabama friends and family and Mississippi friends and family or Morrison's, if you remember Morrison's back in the day. Um, And so, oh, my parents, we'd go... When we lived in Tuscaloosa, we'd go to church with my parents and then go to Piccadilly for lunch every Sunday, and that just got Will's. Oh, he uh, loved it.
1: Love a nice cafeteria. Oh yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Nope. Uh, but so all that to say that we will really like the idea of eating at home, and so what we would do is we would buy groceries as if we were going <laughs> to eat every single meal at home for the week—breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Which I mean, he was going into the office at the time, yeah. so that you know. Um, and then what would happen is—is is our schedule like? oh, Anna's got soccer from 6 yeah. to 8. Oh, William's got so-and-so. So then we'd be like, okay, well, we're just going to have to grab something. So then we would eat out every single meal. Yeah. So then we have to basically throw away. So we were, when we looked at our food this budget. Is, it
1: was insane.
0: It was, I mean, we could have probably supported <laughs> 74 children yeah. in a third world country. Yes. Like, it was embarrassing. And we're like, okay. And yeah. he's like, I'm fine if we go out to eat. We just need to be practical about, like, are we, do we need to go to the grocery exactly. store?
1: And spend it's, $300 there and then.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah. And so, so once we kind of, so all that to say, write out everything like this is, you know, what I'm saying on and clothes. Have and have some
1: grace. Like you're not going to be perfect at it the first month. You don't have to make everything fit. If you go over, it's okay. Yeah. You know, and then just continue to refine it. And, and refine he would it. tell
0: me that, but I didn't believe him.
1: Which is insane, because there's no consequences. I mean, you're just hurting yourself if you overspend. You didn't like my
0: outfit. If i be like, oh, is that from our average? No, I'm just kidding. He never, <laughs> said, never that. said that. I've never said that. No. This whole thing?
1: I would die. No. I would die <laughs> yeah, if you I said would die. that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's funny. If anybody ever thinks that Will's controlling, I'm like, oh, bless y'all's heart. Like, <laughs> oh, man. No, but um, all that to say, budget is not fun. And I will say Dave Ramsey. is fun. If, it's fun. okay okay we have different ideas of fun um but I will say for us one thing that Dave Ramsey said that did give me freedom is it's like you need a spender and you need a saver absolutely and because if you have two savers you're gonna live a very boring life if you have two spenders you're gonna have to work the rest of your life and so but Will is a one and Will is a very healthy one and he goes to a seven in health and he like he he likes to spend some money when he's a seven. Sure. I mean, like Vacation Will is the best will. <laughs> our friend JJ says Vacation Wayne is the best Wayne. And it's yeah. It's it's fun. But um enough of that. Okay, so let's talk about <laughs> something that you do that I absolutely love and I um I think that I wish this is something that people knew sooner. One thing that you're really good about is really investing time with both of our kids. So, what is the book that you read through with William and that you just finished with Anna? And you really started with both of them when they got to middle school. How to Make Your Bed, is that?
1: Yeah, How to Make Your Bed. Why that book? Well, it's short one. <laughs> um, <laughs> in all honesty, because with kids it's hard and the chapters are real short and it kind of, he, he you know makes a point and then goes into kind of his story as a military person, how it applies and then has a life lesson at the end. The other great book two that i learned about later is um raising a modern day knight well raising a modern day but the one the um, the basketball coach the ucla coach john wooden's book and his pyramid of success because what he does that i find even better is he kind of lays out each sort of block of how to be successful in life applying both to men and women and then um, has a full story, one or two pages, and then a whole page about Bible verses that relate back and why he chose that value. Um, so that's the next one, hopefully, that Anna and I can do. And I will and say Anna will sleep till
0: to about noon every day. Yeah. Not during <laughs> school week. And on school week, she's virtual. Somebody asked us yesterday, and or asked her, what time do you get up for school? School starts at 8.10, yeah. and she's like, eh, like 8.05? Yeah. Yeah, that is the truth. She...
1: Lives. So she's sacrificing so, going to breakfast. But all
0: that today. to say, she wakes up excited to go yeah. to breakfast with her dad. And she'll say, are we going to breakfast tomorrow? Yep. Like, and they get up, they go to Starbucks. And
1: and the reason uh, Make Your Bed is so good is because he shows a plan on oh, <laughs> little things. <Drink>. how <clears throat> How little things in life lead up to big things. And if you want to be a world changer or impact this world, you got to start with making your bed. And if you start with making your bed, that one task accomplished will lead to other tasks being accomplished and will lead to a successful and productive day.
0: And I will say, just from a design standpoint, <laughs> and someone that is a little... Um, I I get upset whenever the house is in disarray, but if your bed is made, yeah. it makes everything else feel a little well, bit it's better. it's closed.
1: It's closed until yes, tonight. which
0: I don't appreciate. <laughs> I like an open bed for naps. <laughs> and so... Um, but yeah, I'll move those pillows right back off the onto the floor and yes. put them right back on. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's a lot of
1: pillows that get moved in that process.
0: Fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. So there's the jewelry of the bed, <laughs> but uh, and the bigger the pillow, the,
1: the easier better. it is to move. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, and uh, hit you with. <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: But no, I think those are two things that, or that's one thing in particular. Because you've also then been able to hold them accountable. And that was
1: actually advice from a mentor of mine, Rob Hatley, who said that he did that with his son and he would recommend it when they're in middle school to start. And that was, you know, I'm very thankful for that advice yeah. that he gave.
0: So if you have someone, and I mean, and if you're a mom, you can do it. I mean, I think for me, I spend so much time with them. I don't need to spend no, it. <laughs> no, but it's like I spend so much time with them just in the day to day. And then, but. I think it's really good that that's something that they will have with their dad and especially as a father figure. But Mm -hmm. say your husband doesn't want to do that or doesn't have the ability, then do it with them. And I think that that's something that it means a lot. I know to Anna and I know that William has mentioned many times, like how thankful he is that y'all are so close. Yeah. But, um, okay. So we've talked about budget. We've talked about that you're a better parent than me. (laughs) Um, what uh so whenever i told him we sh- we were going to record together i was like maybe we should talk about like our faith journeys and he said or the budget
1: no uh, everyone had already commented i mean okay. thousands of that comments about oh. talking about the budget so yeah. i just you know thought yeah. that would be no. rude to ignore those yeah. comments and no. suggestions mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> 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 okay so Because most of these things about you have changed just even since I've known you. Uh And I've seen you change into a completely different person. And I think the biggest thing for us is we've grown up together.
1: Absolutely. And And grown closer together versus apart. Yeah, and I
0: would say getting married as young as... Like, it is crazy thinking about our nieces and nephew. (laughs) Like, they should already have like a three-year-old by now if they were us. Thank God they do not. Um, But
1: I don't think, so just to that point of growing up together, it wasn't easy. Like there was definitely the first probably, you know, three to five years, it was so much joy, but I think figuring out how we're going to grow together Mm -hmm. and really being honest with that. And there was definitely some, some frank conversations about what you wanted versus what I wanted yeah. and how do we come together um, with that. And you had a lot of notions that you had perceived in your mind that, you know, were never going to happen. and um you know how do we make sure that those things do happen and yeah. how do we how do we Grow together when you have all the all the strains of just life. And well, a and kid just and honestly, statistics like against yeah. you.
0: Like yeah. I mean,
1: and Jana always broke up with me. I don't know if you guys remember <laughs> that from the first <laughs> podcast, but all the time, so she was she had a bag packed at a moment's notice, ready <laughs> to get out of dodge <laughs> if something bad happened.
0: Because <laughs> oh I, I didn't want to be the one broke up with. I was going to do it first, <laughs> and he never broke up with me. But uh
1: I never had a chance.
0: Well, that's <laughs> not, you got to hit first. (laughs) you know not physically yet but you know so but yeah I mean so I would say though the biggest change in you was your relationship with Jesus absolutely so how would you I mean kind of explain how you came to know Jesus
1: so I think for me um you know definitely my mom was saved and and tried to model things for me in high school I really wasn't into it or didn't really believe it so high school then going into college I think that first year of college really showed how sort of depressing you know if you are of this world how depressing that can really be and my life was literally going to football practice going to school out uh, waking up and then doing it all over again every single day And I think my identity, you know, got so wrapped up in football, and I was like, it just can't be about this. There has to be more to life. This is going to end eventually. Yeah, and and it's not fun. It was was not joy-giving, you know, and every day you're competing for something and just constantly going out there and doing that, never content, never never happy to rest. really, or I resting mean, yeah just
0: resting and knowing that your spot is safe yeah. or whatever
1: so it wasn't it, it wasn't what i wanted my life to be and that's when some friends on the football team got me more involved in, in fca and i didn't know a lot about i was definitely immature on my thoughts on god and the bible and everything and really the pastor there jeremiah castile the first fca deal was like how many of you guys are sinning?" and of course you know no one really raised their hand They're, FCA which deal. was a sin because
0: they yeah, lied
1: they did lie um and then he called everyone out basically saying you guys are lying and he goes okay let me say this. so when you were sinning how many of you enjoyed it and then no one raised their hand again on that one and i was looking again around, another lie and then finally he raised both of his hands up and he's like when you're sinning and you're in sin it is fun you think it's fun now it ultimately leads to destruction and chaos in your life and then he proceeded to tell many stories about that when he was in the nfl and how those sort of things and how wealth and power and success in this world are not what you're really looking for and how those things are fleeting. And I think that's really what changed my whole perception of this person's talking about what I'm feeling. Like I should be happy. These are all the things that I have. These are where, you know, I've invested in this world and it's, it's leaving me completely empty. And I think that was really the big changing point. And then really meeting Jana, her family, um, really, you know, Mike and Debbie, showing me what a christian marriage looked like going to church every sunday um totally different model than what i had seen growing up um with my mom and dad and how they treated each other and just things they they talked about everything. My family didn't talk about <laughs> I, really anything. Listen, when I got in this
0: family, I was like, "Y'all not we, gonna ask about it? like that's what I'll ask." So, <laughs>
1: exactly. I mean, no problems are discussed. It's all uh, very service. It's well, all about yeah.
0: Which I'm yeah. sure you're not shocked. And my family, we're gonna talk about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: they talk about everything. And yes. then
0: you know, and we'll we'll ask you about it. And so <laughs> it that was very bizarre to me. That like how little y'all knew, like. Like, oh, it just, gosh, yeah. you don't ask that, no. you know, and not in a mean way. I mean, I'm super close to Will's sisters, um, but it's just, that's just the way, just raised differently. Yeah. And so, and I mean, and even my kids will, our kids will say, oh yeah, like y'all don't understand. Like if they ever like get in trouble, they're like, you don't get it. Like I tell you everything, yeah. you know, and they, I don't want to be completely like ignorant. No. And I mean, I know there's things they don't say, but I mean, they do tell us a lot because we've tried to really always have. I mean, we told them things that we did as teenagers. Sure. I mean, William knows how he got here. Yeah, you know, it's like we've <laughs> never kept that from him, um, because you know we also want to show how God redeems your
1: story. Yeah. Well, and also when he grows up I and mean, he's going to know our anniversary it's pretty close to his <laughs> birthday, so yeah. we had to mess that up <laughs> pretty weird. quick. In the <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that's usually how 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 old we either remember he is about to be or how long we've been married, and so uh, which. is... It was 17 years on the 17th of January. There but um, but yeah, I would say just kind of watching him. I didn't know him during that part. Um, I met him soon after, I guess yeah. that summer. And the crazy thing is, one of the things I love about just God and all of his just little sweet reminders, um, William was doing the Nick Saban football camp at Alabama. This has been two years ago now. So Jeremiah Castile is... If you just look him up, like, he's just an incredible individual. He played at Alabama. Three sons played at Alabama. Yeah, Tim, Simeon, and then... No, the other one played, too. And so, and he was just in the movie... um, Oh, gosh. Woodlawn. Woodlawn, and then he's... And now he... Yeah, Caleb Castile. But then he is also on that show with L.L. Cool. NCIS. NCIS, sorry. NCIS. I don't know. That's so dumb. (laughs) And so, but with L.L. Cool. I mean, so they're just, like, this super cool family that loves Jesus, and... Will has always shared that part of his story about what Jeremiah Castile said about sending his fun. Like, okay, let's call it what it is. So, we dropped William off at football camp, and Will and I were driving kind of in Tuscaloosa, and he saw Jeremiah Castile sitting at, like, like Chipotle a, or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. And he just, it like, well, you can tell the story.
1: No, it just inspired me to go up there and talk to him. And just introduce myself because he obviously never knew the impact that he had on my life. And then just to tell him that and super kind, super nice, gave me his number. We ended up having breakfast uh, like two days later Um, and just an amazing person. And I'll remember, you know, one of the other things that and he was kind of discipling a friend of mine, Kyle Robinson, who is a kicker on the team. And Kyle would come back from those discipleship meetings and be like, Jeremiah Castile really believes, like, we we can move mountains if we had just the faith of him. Like, he really thinks we could move Mount Everest, <laughs> and he really thinks we could move, like, Mount Kilimanjaro. And I just remember being so blown away with that. And I remember telling him that. And it's like, this is, you, you by, by really showing your faith and really telling people that you believe in what the Bible says, it has transformed so many people's lives. And I always come back to that when... How excited Kyle was and how just passionate and how if we were all just that passionate about, you know, yeah. and, and one of our dear friends here too, Canon Heil, said this in our biblical manhood group deal. He's like, when you think about the Bible and you think about Christianity, it, God doesn't want us to think about all the rules. Mm-hmm. It's about his glory and what our lives could really be to move a mountain by our faith. It's not about... It would be about like... do not a book you know, of don'ts. Yeah, it, would, it, it was like if you thought about football or your favorite sport and you thought about all the rules that were like, oh, when I think about football, I'm thinking about I can't go out of bounds. You know, you don't think about that. You think about scoring a touchdown. You think about the game winning, you know, a tackle like or all these glorious things. And that's what God wants us to focus on. And I think that's been the next kind of shift in my mind it's it's not about what you can't do or the sins or anything like that it's about just loving god with all your heart mind body and soul and then how does that love transcend to other people around you and lifting them up and getting fulfillment out of loving god and loving others um going forward because at the end of the day that's all we really have yeah and i think to what john has shown me is these trips and when we're when we're all on our deathbed, you're not gonna be thinking about God. The house that I bought was just so amazing, yeah. or this car that I had at this point. It's like, what did you do with your family? What did you do with your friends? I mean, just yesterday we had a great, you know, lunch and cool atmosphere with with Brian and Judy, and it's like I'm gonna be thinking about that yeah. for years to come because it was fun just hanging out with them and experiencing that and. Yeah, and that's really what we can leave and on others and our own lives to so bring us joy, and not the self gratification. Well, and I would say too,
0: think. even back to you talking to Jeremiah, if you've like if God lays something on your heart, act on that. because you telling him that meant so much to him because he had been struggling with like are are these kids listening? Yeah, like, hadn't he told? Didn't he yeah. take something long? It was like I
1: forget exactly, but what it was said, but a like, long lines like, yeah. He had
0: literally just been you know praying like do these kids care anymore? Like, you know, because cell phones are so much more prevalent and everything to where they can be on their devices constantly and they're just, everything is so much more accessible and um, it's like, am I still making an impact? And so for him to have someone that is now, you know, 37, married with two kids and heard him speak and that is part of his testimony, like... I want to be like that. Like, I yes. want to be someone that makes a difference in somebody's life that I don't even know about, you know? Yeah. I don't want to be the person that, like, you know, I don't want to be a assembling block or someone that's like, oh, she's a Christian? Well, I don't want to be one.
1: Exactly. Because
0: I think we all know those people. Yep. So, anyways, I mean, I feel like we we covered both, budget and
1: Jesus. We did a great job. We should
0: have led with Jesus first.
1: Yeah. Well, Jesus is in the budget. Oh, okay. Jesus is in the details, Jonah. He is in the details.
0: I can't. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. Well, I didn't even ask you this ahead of time, but is there anything that you're really loving or liking? What is like something that's like your favorite thing right
1: now? So, for some odd reason, I've gotten into shoes again. Oh, it's <laughs>
0: our son is so proud. Our son is so proud. So. And he can wear William's shoes now. So,
1: th- yeah, and I shared, them, I shared them in our office. We had an office meeting, but it was like a little icebreaker on, you know, what are your favorite pair of shoes? And I lifted up these shoes, and these are my favorite pair because they were a hand-me-down from William to me, <laughs> which is, that brings me a ton of joy for yeah. some reason. It's, it's cool Well, and it for brings me. William it's, joy, yeah, too, I think. And it's awesome, and they're shoes I would have never bought, but really... Like them, and Jonna says they look cool on me, so oh, hopefully yeah. they do. She's not lying to me. Oh no, I'd Better tell you, if than they my didn't, haircut uh, for sure. Yeah,
0: they don't look cool with that haircut, but nothing does. <laughs> so,
1: and I think that's just kind of prompted, you know, looking back out on shoes. So um, the Adidas uh, in what in MDS? Oh, okay. are still cool. kind of my favorite yeah. style, um, but haven't bought any. But just looking at them, and that's
0: probably what he'll do for a while. <laughs> Uh, he just likes to look at stuff. Usually, it fluctuates between boats, houses, motorcycles. Shoes. Oh yeah, no,
1: that's a no. But babe,
0: I listen. But babe, just
1: think about it. if y'all would be praying for John's heart and a motorcycle. I would really appreciate yeah. all those. He tells me out there.
0: that I I wouldn't have to worry about the budget because I would get his life insurance and that is not okay. There you so, go. So I want I'd rather worry about the budget than you drive a motorcycle.
1: Yeah, well, a motorcycle, though, would be so much fun, I feel like, and I think no. the pre-COVID, when the grind of just driving to work every day and back and forth, and hopefully that will change for all of us, you know, going forward where we have more flexibility, but just changing up that drive yeah, okay. was such an inspiration to me for so, a motorcycle. so inspirational. It really was. You have no idea what that's like. It's soul-sucking. soul-sucking. Oh, it's, okay. Well,
0: this conversation is, <laughs> so,
1: oh, gosh. Also, subscribe to the Harvard Business Review now. Oh, I'm loving that? that. Yeah. I switched off from Audible to do that for three months. I was listening months. to
0: the journal uh, podcast, the Wall Street Journal podcast, and Will walked in and he goes, are you trying to turn me on right now? No, I was it not. Worked. It <laughs> worked. <laughs> then I saw that hair and I was like, nope. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, well, this is been What fun. are you loving, John? Oh, Jonah? I'll tell you, this is going to sound like scripted, but seeing the Waltons with Anaya, like there's just nothing greater.
1: Um way no, to one up me on that I one. I know, yeah. You, felt, you sound yeah. real dumb yeah. with your, I do your now, love yes. of your <laughs> shoes.
0: Yeah. No, I would say that just seeing that and uh getting to FaceTime them and hear Anaya's little giggle was just about the sweetest thing and mm-hmm. knowing that I mean y'all walked through this with us, um, you know, but obviously the Waltons have been at it the longest. Um, just continue to pray for them. I mean, it they're gonna have hard days and um Just, but the good outweighs the hard, and just seeing them follow God's call on their life and the difference that it's made, not just for Anaya, but for all of us. Like to get to be a part of a miracle has been amazing. I would say this has been one of the best weeks I've had in a long, long time. And just because of them listening to God's call on their life.
1: And going back to the point when you are thinking about great things that happened in your life that will be yeah it wasn't shoes you know that will be coming back (laughs) exactly it wasn't shoes remember that next time we talk it's not shoes
0: it's not shoes (laughs) no but uh and I can't
1: wait to hear I can't wait to visit them and hear Uh like I know they've both been the third world countries, but in my opinion, there's nothing like India yeah. anywhere else. Or nothing India, that I've experienced. What, four years ago? So I can't wait to see what their thoughts are and the driving and yeah. everything that's. They that, went to the that, Taj
0: Mahal, um, which is
1: a trek supposedly yeah. out there. Yeah.
0: And so, um, and y'all, Jeff is a big man. He's like six <laughs> foot six, and yeah. like seeing him in these pictures <laughs> next to these tiny little people, it cracks me up. And he's just like a big teddy bear, yes. and I can't. I just can't wait to see Anaya with her brothers. And um, our plan is to try and go to the beach soon because they live like an hour and a half from there and take Anaya to the beach. Um, But... We just we love you guys. Thank you all for letting Will be a guest thank co-host. You. I'm not
1: nearly as good as Laura no. or Jana, but no, thank you're you not. for letting That's okay. me fill in. It's okay. I'm, you I'm working on it. You know, it's just,
0: out of it's part of my goals. Oh, yeah. gosh. Okay. It's part of
1: the plan. Okay, drink.
0: All <laughs> right, well, we love you guys. We hope you all have an awesome week. Laura won't be on here to do her regular outro, but hopefully the next time we're back, it will be with Laura, and she'll be giving us the full update, and maybe we'll get to hear a little Anaya's voice. But we love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank
1: you. Settle
0: down, girls.